After the 2016 election, it's fair to say that we were a divided nation. There was distrust and a lack of community and real togetherness. If you were a millennial, you probably had strong political opinions that you were sharing on social media. They would offend some and inspire others. All in all, there was a clear fracture amongst millennials. But this was interrupted, however brief, by a new mobile game that decided to take a modern spin on a favorite childhood pastime, catching Pokemon. With the release of the augmented reality game Pokemon Go, a real sense of community, collaboration, and teamwork was formed. The game brought a powerful sense of togetherness to its players. Togetherness is what augmented reality brings to any experience, enhancing our ability to become better connected to one another. Pokemon Go's ability to enhance the social experience through immersive technology speaks to a future that we are nearing, one in which AR is a key component to real-world as well as digital social experiences. All of this and more will be explored today on Tube Circuit. I'm Dylan Harari. I can honestly say that I've never seen teens, 20-somethings, and 30-somethings come together around an app like I saw with Pokemon Go. I remember seeing Facebook statuses of friends saying that they were driving an hour to catch a region-specific Pokemon, offering up rides in their car to fellow players. This sense of community that came from the game was felt by anyone who downloaded the app. This was far-reaching enough of a sentiment that there have been widely distributed memes about how the height of Pokemon Go's popularity was the most together we've been as a society. That's hyperbole, but it does speak to something very real that the technology permits. For those of you who were comatose during the summer of 2016, Pokemon Go was a game by the Pokemon Company in collaboration with mobile developer Niantic. But this wasn't a mobile game like Candy Crush or Angry Birds. Using GPS and augmented reality technology, Pokemon Go was both on your phone and in your real world. GPS would have some rare Pokemon only available to capture in specific locations near you. And when you found said Pokemon, you'd point your phone in front of you, and the Pokemon would be superimposed on the real world environment viewable through your phone. The game has over a billion installs across 150 different countries, and during 2016, it was one of the most played games. While it's no longer the obsession it once was in 2016, the game still has a strong community. 2019 was actually the game's most profitable year, with $905 million in player spending. How has it remained popular and so profitable? Well, there are still very active Pokemon Go groups and communities today where they meet up at local parks to battle each other and collaborate in catching Pokemon. It'd be narrow-minded to think that the game's popularity is just because of the unique nature of its tech. The augmented reality technology is absolutely mesmerizing. But consider our attention spans. That novelty is only going to last for so long. 
but what augmented reality brings to the table is an enhanced social experience. If we're getting granular, that is what you have to attribute its success to. AR bringing a greater sense of community. The alternatives to our day-to-day -day life that are being delivered through technology come in two key forms, virtual reality and augmented reality. It's important to establish the difference between these two. In virtual reality, users are completely immersed in a digitized world outside of ours. It's not connected to our society. In augmented reality, virtual people and objects are superimposed onto our real world, viewable through the glasses, smartphones, tablets, and more. And while virtual reality is likely what you've heard about endlessly, I think that's likely because of how futuristic it seems. The idea of living in a wholly digitized universe is a more buzzworthy topic than living in a hybrid real-world digital universe, as is the case of augmented reality. But when you consider how much easier it is for your average consumer to buy into an augmented world rather than a world that's completely detached from ours, as is the case in VR, you can see how AR will be far more prevalent in the near future. According to one estimate, by 2023, the AR market will be worth about $70 billion, while the VR market will be worth about $15 billion. VR is just too immersive and foreign of an idea for your average consumer to buy into in 2020. If your baby boomer parent can't figure out how to open a new window on their computer, they're going to struggle with strapping on a mask and functioning in a new universe. Meanwhile, augmented reality is acting as a vehicle to upgrade and mature our day-to-day. That's an easier sell. We are currently seeing the benefits to widely distributed augmented reality in hospitals, factories, and even individualized digital experiences. Let me explain. Over the past year, some hospitals have been using augmented reality during surgeries for there to be a heads-up display that allows for better examination. And in factories, AR is being used daily. Well, you may remember Google Glass as a too-much-too-soon failure, the headsets are actually being used by employees at US-based factories like Boeing, GE, and DHL. And for personalized user experiences, Apple TV Plus is reportedly working on AR technology to be used by viewers of their original shows. This could mean that characters or objects from the show could be viewed through, say, an iPad in the viewer's living room. This would accompany the viewing experience. Clearly, augmented reality will play a key component to more individual experiences. If it is streamlining the processes in a factory or allowing for more thorough and well-examined surgeries, it will continue to be utilized in these sectors successfully. That's obvious. If it makes an industry more efficient, it will be more widely used. But while there are currently scant details on how Apple TV will utilize augmented reality, I wonder if it will have the same effect. That's because it will likely manifest as a cooler, more immersive, individual experience. How long will that novelty last? 
If people already have a Netflix or Hulu account, will they really be compelled to subscribe to Apple TV just because their individual experience will be supplemented with AR? I wonder. However, if they found a way to make it a more social, community-oriented viewing experience with AR, then that would be a compelling sell. And I think that is what most tech companies are starting to realize. The best way to employ augmented reality across a product or service is by using it with the purpose of allowing for a more social experience. This is being seen in and out of just social media. For example, the future of video games will have strong tie-ins to augmented reality. The widely popular video game series The Witcher is taking the next iteration of their game to iOS and Android with a Pokemon Go-like experience. Using phone-based augmented reality, the monsters from the game will appear right in front of the player, where they'll be able to hunt and kill these monsters in their real-world environment. This game isn't from some indie publishers who are trying to experiment with new tech. This game is being published by Atari. Clearly, they see the promise in AR. And for an example that acts as a massive departure from the graphic monster killing that exists in the Witcher franchise, Nintendo last week announced Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. In what is, I think, one of the coolest ideas I've heard from a video game company, the game will use real RC cars of racers from the Mario universe that you will control through the Nintendo Switch. Using AR technology, you'll be able to create a racetrack from your own living room and follow the action through the screen of your Switch. Regardless of how different the augmented reality experience will be for The Witcher and Mario Kart Live, both will allow for a video game playing experience to transcend how we've always thought about socializing through video games. If Xbox Live was innovative, this is straight up revolutionary. Both of these games will be successful because they will allow for an exciting new way to collaborate and play with others. What's a more exciting prospect for a middle school kid? Playing a game on a screen while talking with a friend who's playing the same game? Or playing a game with a friend that interweaves gameplay with the real world? I would bet the latter is far more exciting. AR video games will allow for a more social experience, but that's really only special if you play video games. Not everyone does. So how could AR be applied to situations that are far more commonplace? Well, Facebook and Google, while of course trying to target every facet of our lives with virtual and augmented reality, are putting a special focus on using augmented reality to enhance social activities that everyone indulges in. Facebook is currently working on augmented reality glasses where the development team rightly sees that there's a unique degree of promise is in AR Glass's ability to provide solutions to certain flaws in how we socialize. They're working to have their AR Glasses give wearers super hearing. The team at Facebook Reality Labs illustrates its benefit by saying, quote, imagine being able to hold a conversation in a crowded restaurant or bar without having to raise your voice to be heard or straining to understand what others are saying. 
In addition, the team wants their AR glasses to provide live maps of the world. This would mean that if you're walking in a park and see a statue, an artifact, or maybe even a plant that you're curious to learn more about, the AR glasses will provide you museum-level insights into what you're staring at. Imagine being able to share these insights with others that you're with, or better yet, experiencing them together if the person you're with also has the product. There's a reason that these are the benefits to the AR glasses that the team wants to highlight over any others. What makes your ears perk up as a consumer, especially if you're one that isn't too into emerging tech or video games? I'd argue that AR glasses providing solutions to our day-to-day -day socializing could allow for the non-techie consumer to convince themselves that they need this product. But of course, what holds the strongest indicators for the future of augmented reality is how it will be ingrained in the social environments that kids are already immersing themselves in now. Kids today are spending their time doing what? Well, they're playing games that feature immersive universes like that of Fortnite and Roblox. And for communication, they're of course relying on social media like Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok. Gen Z spends about 10 hours online every day. This is because however isolating an individual it might feel to stare at a phone or computer screen, it is generally done in a fairly social way. They're often interacting with others through their devices. So of course, augmented reality and social platforms are a mix as good as peanut butter and jelly. Fortnite is already working to own the virtual experience space. In their Party Royale mode, they've hosted concerts for top musicians. These live virtual performances are met with millions of concurrent viewers. And now, the team at Epic Games states that they're hoping to bring augmented reality effects to the live Fortnite concerts. This could mean that the performer or maybe accompanying elements to their performance will be viewable in the same living room or bedroom that you're watching the event. The live Fortnite events already act as one of the most immersive and innovative community experiences brought to Gen Z. And that's only going to be elevated when AR technology is brought to the viewer. But of course, no company has been more instrumental in changing the way we think about reality-altering social media as Snapchat. Since implementing face filters in 2015, they've proven how much AR enhances the social experience. I remember vividly where I was when my friends and I opened up Snapchat to see that they implemented face filters. This was, at the time, the extent to Snap's AR function using the front-facing camera to scan and identify the user's face, you were able to change your appearance with an array of different effects. But what started as AR face filters quickly evolved to the technology being used to bring Snapchatters dancing hot dogs in their living room, scanning items to see their Amazon price, scanning dogs to identify their breeds, or plants to identify their species, or even scanning math problems and being provided the step-by-step -step solutions. Developers have now created over 1 million AR lenses on Snapchat. The platform's AR features are used every single day by 170 million people. 
which is three quarters of Snap's user base. It's easy to understand the success. Communicating through social media is made far more exciting when you're able to augment the world in front of you. Whether that means changing the perspective or adding in cartoonish elements to what's right in front of your eyes, Snapchat has proven how much augmented reality adds to the social experience. The company has stated that they're hoping to add voice capabilities to their AR in the near future, allowing users to say things like, make my hair pink, where they'll instantaneously get the results. CEO Evan Spiegel has said that he believes AR is the future of Snapchat, but he's wrong. It's not the future of Snapchat, it's the future of all social media. Because just like Instagram copied Snapchat's story feature, they've implemented their own copy of Snap's AR filters. But whenever social media evolves, what invariably follows is brands trying to involve themselves with the social experience. That's why Snapchat's brand lenses have been an incredibly profitable venture for the company. Through brand lenses, brands are able to create Snapchat augmented reality games and lenses that are available to users. This is being utilized by Louis Vuitton, Taco Bell, Chevy, the NFL, and more. Why wouldn't it? It allows companies to brand themselves in a uniquely creative way by offering a real-life augmented reality that features their company. With a Louis Vuitton lens, you can design your face with their signature logo. With the NFL lens, you're able to make a team's locker room appear right in front of your phone's view. Now, TikTok is planning on doing the same with an augmented reality ad format that brands can distribute across their platform. This would mean that a user can do a TikTok dance with a company's mascot. This is a future that we're nearing. When AR becomes a key component to socializing, especially on social media platforms, brands will utilize this same technology in order to insert themselves into the conversation. This is why AR is setting us up for the next iteration of a shopping mall. If malls were meant to act as an experience that is dual shopping and socializing, then social media apps are poised to take this to the next level. On the same platforms that Gen Z used to communicate, they can also get creative, branded AR features that they can use in their communications. Snapchat is experimenting with a shoe try-on feature where AR technology will be used to show what a pair of sneakers will look like on the user. From there, the user can purchase said sneakers within the app. As many fashion retailers have experimented with augmented reality try-ons for prospective customers, we actually have the data to support its promise. Customers who use AR to try a product before purchasing return said product 30% less than customers who did not. So if you're a brand, you're not only getting attention from a key demographic by offering a cool AR feature to users, but you're also getting a better return. This is why there are reports saying that YouTube will soon begin testing shoppable AR ads. One of the reported partners is Estee Lauder, and the YouTube ads will allow users to virtually try on lipstick. At the end of the day, most buzzworthy tech has a shelf life. 
Every time there's a blank is the future of technology article, the discussed tech often fizzles out after a while and becomes a forgotten relic of our past. Remember the 3D craze in the early 2010s when video games, movies, Samsung TVs all had 3D capabilities? Well, regardless of how many articles said that this was the future, it fizzled out and died. You couldn't pay me to wear a pair of 3D glasses to watch a movie in 2020. And in the same vein, I wonder if Apple TV using AR for their shows will get old very, very fast. The novelty of any new tech only lasts for so long when it's being used to enhance a fairly individual experience. But why augmented reality as a whole will be different is because of the way it's being utilized for social interactions. When AR is used for video games like Pokemon Go, in order to make for a more collaborative experience, it's met with mass sustained success. When AR is used on Snapchat, in order to generate more exciting communications between users, it allows the platform to stay wildly popular amidst a sea of competitive social media apps. When new tech allows for better communication and collaboration, it lives on and becomes an essential component to our lives. This is why augmented reality allowing us to be more social means it will play an important role in our future. It's not a fad that's going away. It may sound dystopian to experience the outside world with superimposed digital objects seen through glasses or a phone. But thankfully, you won't be experiencing this in a private, isolated environment. The success of augmented reality is thanks to the sense of community it builds. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tube Circuit, Exploring Digital Media.